You're with Julian on the brown note and the happy news. Let's all rejoice for Barnaby Joyce has taken over again as the leader of the National Party. In Australia, we have a coalition government, which is a bit of a con because it always enables the Liberal Party to get in power. Um, and it's uh, bolstered them amazingly over the years, whereas the Murdoch side of the press was very, very clever early on to demonise the Greens because if Labour and the Greens had formed a coalition, we might be looking at a very different country, but they managed to sideline and demonise and marginalise the Greens very effectively. Even though they get a much bigger slice of the vote, their policies are actually very reasonable and they're way less crazy than the Nationals. But anyway, Barnaby Joyce, if you don't know him, he is a man with great delusions of grandeur, but he rose to the position of Deputy Prime Minister. Because if you're leaders of the National Party who get a whopping 4% of the vote and are in coalition with the Liberal government, um, they give the top position in the National Party the position of Deputy Prime Minister. Unfortunately for Mr Joyce, he has had some run-ins along the way. We won't even talk about his uh, multi-million dollar highly dubious corruption scandals in water deals, but we'll talk about his um, separating from his wife and mother of his four children after he was found to be boinking his young female staffer, about 20 years younger than he is, a, a blonde staff member. Now, I was talking about this on the show about six months before the press actually broadcast it. Because everyone knew. there were, In fact, in the town that he lived in, there were apparently people driving around the streets yelling it at him when he was walking about doing his presses. So he had, um, he separated from his wife in December 2017 after previously going to the elect electoral polls without actually mentioning it. Uh, on uh, 6th of February uh, 2018, the Telegraph reported he was expecting a child with his former communications staff of Vicky Campion. Uh, Malcolm Turnbull called for Joyce to consider his position, but as we all know, no one gets the sack in the Liberal or the National Party for doing anything. Um, but in the end, it was just too much. Uh, he couldn't actually sack Joyce because it is actually the rules that the leader of the National Party. But when you've had four children by a, a woman who you've been married to for years and are found out to be boinking your younger female staffer, who, by the way, ended up with an incredible job for about $190,000 a year, which everyone has forgotten about, which wasn't advertised and in a position that didn't exist before she took the role that didn't go out to anyone else to interview for, contravening numerous government rules and no one has ever paid for that. Um, this is when Malcolm Turnbull, the Prime Minister then, one of many to have been rolled, introduced the famous bonk ban amongst his... <laughs> if, it hasn't really had that much of an effect on the Liberal and National Party's treatment of women, has it? Uh, this is in 2018. They introduced a bonk ban. And at the same time, Barnaby Joyce's travel expenses were being looked into as well. Um, and Turnbull's office relied on a technicality stating Joyce hadn't breached the ministerial code of conduct when his lover was employed by fellow MPs. 
Um, arguing Vicky Campion could not be considered the Deputy Prime Minister's partner at the time. She was actually pregnant at this time. Um, but this is it was an amazing few months for Barnaby Joyce back at the start of 2018 because he didn't even leave his lose his job over that. Not over the travel expense scandal. Um, he was initially barred from Parliament for holding a, potentially holding a New Zealand passport and not being eligible. Not for cheating on his wife. And I should point out, this was one of the main opponents of gay marriage because he believed in the sanctity of traditional marriage. You cannot make this up. None of that was the reason why he lost his job. Um, the Nationals received a formal complaint alleging Joyce had sexually harassed a Western Australian woman. Joyce's spokesman called the complaint spurious and defamatory. Uh, and then after that, he did indeed step down. The National Party investigated the claim of sexual harassment themselves. And even though they investigated it themselves, they still didn't find him innocent. They said that they couldn't decide... <laughs> So then he stepped down. Um, he stepped down and he has spent the entire time since white hunting uh, McCormack in the role, his replacement. Um, but um, Michael McCormick's had a very bad run. So did Barnaby Joyce. Everyone's making out like Barnaby Joyce had a better run. Barnaby Joyce was sacked. Barnaby Joyce was sacked after sexually <laughs> being accused of sexually harassing a woman, dumping his wife and um, getting a female staffer pregnant and being accused of sport, of uh, rorting the travel expenses and being barred from Parliament for not being eligible. So when you look at Michael McCormick being a bit of a blunderbuss when it comes to his tenure in question time, where he says the most... He's one of these politicians that just says, oh, inner city lefty latte, uh, latte drinkers, they don't know what it's like in the bush as they sell more and more land to multinational overseas corporations because that's what you do when you're in the bush. Joyce lost his prime minister's uh, deputy prime minister's salary of four hundred and sixteen thousand a year. If you haven't heard this man speak and you realise he's being paid that he was being paid that much money, it will make you weep. It will make you understand there is no meritocracy in this country at all. There are people that form bonds in these old boys' clubs and rise to the top, and it doesn't matter how incompetent they are. It doesn't even matter if they're accused of rape. It doesn't matter if they promote traditional marriage and walk out on their wife after boinking a 30-something-year-old staffer and getting her pregnant, after campaigning to stop gay people getting married because you believe in the sanctity of marriage. It doesn't matter. You can still rise to the second-highest position in this country. There is no such thing as a meritocracy. So he got knocked back down to a 200 grand salary and then did the ignominious thing of um, accepting apparently 150 grand for an interview with Channel 7 after asking for privacy and their, and their privacy to be respected. And he spent the last two years um, white-hanting Michael McCormack in the background to make sure that he was in a really weak position because he always wanted his old job back. Yesterday, after telling everybody that he didn't believe that there would be a spill, he won his old job back. The, te the talent pool at the Liberal and National Party is perhaps the shallowest thing in the entire universe. I wonder if it is solely a meniscus. I don't believe there is anything below the surface. You could walk with bare feet across this shallow pool without getting your feet wet. 
Look at who we've got in power. Third-rate Scott Morrison at number one. Michaelia Cash, a woman who isn't even the brightest spark in her own cupboard, is now the top legal mind in the country because she replaced someone accused of rape. We really do, don't have a very good talent pool. But anyway, if you don't know who he is, uh, he said, um, Joy said, school, religious schools should be allowed to deny enrollment to transgender students. Um, after the birth of his son Sebastian in 2018, Joyce advocated for changes to the parliamentary rules to allow senators and MPs to hire their spouses and partners and relatives. He denied this could be a conflict of interest. He's opposed to abortion and safe zones outside abortion clinics protecting women seeking reproductive health care. He opposed massive... This is a guy that stands on the farm wearing a farmer's hat. He has gone on about how he hates politics and spent the whole time trying to get his job back as Deputy Prime Minister. And this is how much of a country boy he is. Uh, when Barnaby Joyce was leader of the Nationals and Deputy Prime Minister, he repeatedly argued against a banking royal commission after disturbing evidence emerged after hearings for the Royal Commission into the misconduct in banking, which is a complete con, nothing has happened to them. He said he was wrong and naive. But his most famous position is on global warming. He, is, um, he was rewarded by Gina Reinhart with a cheque for a few tens of thousands of dollars, which he then gave back after saying, hooly dooly. <clears throat> um, he's one of the biggest opponents to action on global warming, renewable energy, and promoting um, new coal-fired coal power stations in Australia. Um, he believes that the way to actually deal with climate change is, he accepts it, but insisting the solution was to respect God. Um, Joyce met Natalie Aberfield at university in 93 and they had four daughters um, and in December 2017 uh, he separated from his wife after it was announced and everyone like me knew for months that he had been having an affair. But anyway, that's uh, Barnaby. So um, it's great. It's absolutely awesome to have him back. This is what it means for Scott Morrison. Barnaby Joyce is one of the current crop of right-wing whack job is the friendly term politicians in um, Australian politics to have risen to the top. Now, it's not solely their positions that denote the term right-wing whack job. It's the fact that they are egoists, that their ego so far outweighs their talents or their abilities that you get Scott Morrison as your Prime Minister, a man singularly unsuited to the job with no personal depth or intellectual capacity who governs by PR and spin. Barnaby is solely about himself. He believes in his heart that he is better than Scott Morrison, and that's where it gets interesting. He doesn't respect Scott Morrison at all. He would have probably been a Tony Abbott fancier, but Scott Morrison, not so much. So now Scott Morrison, after scandal, after scandal, after scandal, now has two of his biggest issues represented on his right shoulder. The Liberal Party's problem with women 
and climate change, both of which are central issues at the moment in Australia and will be all the way through to the election. Scott Morrison walks two tightropes. One thought on one saying that he is totally believes in climate change and that Australia is doing everything to mitigate the effects of it, albeit let's not get too hasty. The other is in his party room with all the right-wingers that support him saying that he won't do anything, he'll protect coal, and he walks this position. Now he's got someone who is a total ego egoist who will not toe the line, who doesn't care about anybody, who doesn't care about the party, who, who believes he should be leader of the whole country. Every single chance he gets to land a telling blow on Scott Morrison, he's going to take that chance. Every time Scott Morrison pipes his head up and says we're going to do more to battle climate change, he will be there to knock him down. And he won't care about the ramifications at all. So that's going to be very interesting because Barnaby will never bite his tongue. He will never be a team player. And he will go for the jugular with ScoMo and embarrass the living hell out of him knowing that there are rules in place to stop him being removed as Deputy Prime Minister. Imagine that. Scott Morrison could finally remove Christian Porter after he was accused of rape. He cannot remove Barnaby Joyce because he is the leader of the National Party. He is stuck with him no matter what Barnaby says, no matter how much Barnaby criticises him, no matter how much Barnaby contradicts him. And the other thing is we are yet to see the impact of the Liberal Party's problem with women on the electorate the response from the country women's associations, the National Party being a broadly country party, has been incredibly, viciously, acidically to trash Barnaby Joyce and the fact that the National Party have let him back in. It's a trite thing to say, but there are many middle-aged women in these associations for whom their biggest fear is their husband having a midlife crisis and shacking up with some young in inverted commas, tart, after they've ruined their bodies by having their children and giving them the best years of their life. This is not a stupid concern. I'd be annoyed, more than annoyed. I'll be doing more than cutting up suits, I can tell you. So the fact that he is a traditionalist when it comes to misogyny and the, the classic far-right liberal view of, of marriage and of the place of women... And his own treatment has been so hypocritical in his outward defence of traditional marriage, but then his complete ruination of it in his personal life. He is a walking embodiment of the problems that the Liberal Party have with women, and I think that that is going to be a beautiful thing. Carrying <laughs> Scott Morrison is carrying a live hand grenade wherever he goes, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, I recently featured... The Can live album, one of the best of their albums, which is saying something, and one of the best releases.